our Hebrew lesson today is, uh, is Exodus 17, verses 1 through 7. And you'll notice the psalm picked up the theme. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation of Israelites journeyed by stages as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people of the, to drink. The people quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it, so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation traveled by stages as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water to drink. The people quarreled with Moses, give us water to drink. Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water. And complained against Moses, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Poor God, being tested over and over again. Are you among us, God, or not? Have you left us and our children and our livestock to die? And then God performed a miracle with Moses. A staff and a rock. Potable water for everyone. God is doubted, given up on, complained about, quarreled with until God has heard enough and performs a miracle. Living water. Water from the rock, water from the well, baptismal water, good enough, sweet enough, pure enough to drink. And the place was called Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, asking, Is the Lord among us or not? Poor God. And we are no different. We complain to God. 
Have you left the polis, the city? Have you abandoned the church and its faith-filled? Where are the miracles? And yet, the miracles are all around us. Just this week, when I needed a glimmer of hope, my friend Don sent me a beautiful photo of a pumpkin patch with birds and a sunset. And I passed it on. A reminder of God's sustenance and the gift of the beauty of creation to encourage God's people. And just this week, my pastor friend Abraham in India was able to worship on the roof of their house. You should see, in fact, I'll send you the photos of the Christians praising God with music, word, and fellowship at a safe distance with masks. You see, in India, Christians clamor to worship. They do anything to come to worship. They walk a long way to worship. And for Abraham and his family to be able to open their home to the Christians on the roof is certainly biblical. Have you seen a miracle or two this past week? How about anticipating one or two this coming week? We learn from these wilderness stories that God is a miracle worker just when we are on the brink of losing hope. A miracle happened here yesterday. Taylor walked away. The wilderness wanderers wanted to return to Egypt. They couldn't understand why Moses had brought them this far to die. Why, why, why? They wanted to know. And then God, God intervened, speaking to Moses, saying, Go on ahead of the people, take some elders with you, and take the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. Just when Moses was sure he would be stoned to death by the miserable, unhappy, thirsty people, he cried out to God and God heard his cry. He gave instructions which could teach us something about leadership if we stop to listen. Go ahead of the people and take elders, witnesses with you. Notice he says go twice. And take the staff that's already proven to do good things. It turned the Nile into blood for heaven's sake. Go, I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb, strike the rock. I will be standing there on the rock at Horeb. God goes first. Moses did so, and water came out of it, giving the people what they needed to continue on their journey. Immediately, Moses named the place. Naming is important in Scripture. 
It's a way of marking the place or the person with a name that says what happened. The people quarreled and tested the Lord, asking, Is the Lord among us or not? I named it Masa and Meribah. This is a 21st century COVID-19 question, isn't it? Is God among us or not? Has God left the planet to our own devices? That for me is a scary thought until I realize that we know the answer. Um, no. God hasn't moved. As Bill has reminded us, it isn't we who have moved. God still gives instructions. If we have eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to feel. You see, even if you don't have eyesight and or you don't have hearing, you still can have a heart to feel. God still says, go, go, love God and neighbor as yourself. God still equips, empowers, and inspires us to do and go. To show kindness, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. God provides what we need. God, Emmanuel, is with us. God assures us, goes before us, calls us out, and says, I will be standing there before you, wherever there is for you. I will give you what you need when you need it. And this may look very differently from what you imagine or expect or pray for. I am the God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I make good on my end of the covenant. Do you? Water from a rock is more than we can imagine. But God has already set the miracle in motion. Now, when I've thought and heard about water from the rock, or in the Psalms we hear honey from the rock, there are many images in the Bible of liquid refreshment from the rock. I've always thought about sort of a small stick or a small staff and a, and a regular-sized rock and like a fountain of water coming I don't know how you've pictured water from the rock. I think it's interesting that each one of our pictures would be different. Maybe a great big something or just something your size. God has anticipated the need and has already set the miracle in motion. God waits until Moses cries to God in need. God waits for the people to recognize their need and then instructs Moses. God gives the who, the what, the how, 
and assures Moses of God's own presence. I will be standing there in front of you, even as Jesus Emmanuel, centuries later, in fact, thousands of years later, God in the flesh came to earth to say, Lo, lo, I am with you even until the end of the age. And when you can't see me anymore, you can know my Holy Spirit. You can feel my Holy Spirit. And you can follow my Holy Spirit out the door when I say, go. (coughs) On Jesus' cross, we are taught divine companionship. We are to lead cross-shaped lives of obedience and faithfulness, holding hands on the horizontal with our companions on the journey and looking to God as the author and the perfecter or the finisher of our faith. From Genesis to Revelation and for always, God is calling, guiding, and ensuring our unity with God. When we live and when we die, or whether we live or whether we die, when we obey and when we stray, when we believe and when we doubt, when we grieve, and when we cling to hope, when we pray with both hands and when we simply cannot pray. Brother Bill Vaughn gave me this cross for my birthday. This cross is called a prayer cross. It has grooves in it for fingers. I can use it alone or I can use it with another in prayer. I'm going to place it in our library on the table. Feel free to use it to pray alone or with another. And when you do so, remember the miracle God performed when the people had all but given up. God provided life-giving water from a rock. He called his servant Moses to do the same. Sometimes God calls us to do the deed, to join God in this process. The deed may be praying with a loved one or a stranger. It may be taking a neighbor a cream cake. It may be picking up trash from the flower mound. It may be taking a friend to the hospital or calling a long-lost relative. And it's definitely showing up to worship on Sunday. Be not afraid, my friends. God will instruct you. Walk beside you. 
go ahead of you and provide what you need. This is the message of the gospel, and we are commissioned, commissioned to let the word out. Get it out no matter how you can. Maybe it's on Facebook like Miss Dorothy. Maybe it's writing a card like Bill and Dorothy and Patty and Dana. Maybe it's calling someone or sending a text or knocking on a neighbor's door. I just wanted to tell you what came over me today. And that's how good God is. We are commissioned to get the word out. Moses struck the rock and water, life-giving, life-saving water came out. That's the God we follow. That's the God we believe in. But we must be open to the miracles. The miracles. Mother Teresa never intended to feed 10,000 in India. She simply began one, one, one. May we do the same, remembering the ripple effect. We make but one ripple. You may not even know it, but even you can make a ripple. But all the ripples add up to one glorious God-given waterfall. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have heard the word read and proclaimed. Now let us stand in response, saying what we believe using Mark 12, 29 to 31. The Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Amen.